G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. It seems in this fast-moving world that laziness couldn't possibly still be a problem. But certain people really are prone to this sin. And that's why it's one of the seven deadly sins. It is still deadly today. I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to A Different Perspective, as together with my special guest, Keith Henry, we take a look at overcoming temptations. We all have patches in life where we need to take our foot off the pedal just a bit. That's natural. We can't keep running at a million miles an hour, otherwise we burn out. Then we're no good to ourselves or anyone else for that matter. So yes, we all need to take a breather and make sure that we have plenty of rest and recreation. But sometimes... Sometimes that kind of slips over the line, and too much R&R, well, we have a name for that. It's called laziness. Sloth in the old-fashioned language. I like the sound of that word, sloth. It's pretty confronting. And as we're going to see on the program today, some people are more prone to laziness than others. And laziness, well, it's like a disease or a cancer. Laziness turns us into couch potatoes. Instead of cooking, we watch TV shows about cooking. Instead of travelling, we watch shows about travelling. Instead of gardening, we watch other people doing gardening. Instead of having a life, we watch other people having a life and kind of kid ourselves that we have a life too. But here's the paradox. Laziness doesn't revive us like rest should. Laziness robs us. It drains us. It drains the life out of us. Whether in yesteryear we called it sloth or today we call it laziness, doesn't matter what we call it. It robs us of life. And it's deadly. Well, Keith, welcome to the program again today. Tell us about this sloth thing. Didn't you love that word? Yes. They used to call it sloth, laziness. That's right. Well, we're all lazy up to a point, as you said. Uh, We have to rest. But laziness in this term doesn't just mean lying on the couch watching the TV eating Mm -hmm. chocolates, right? You can be very busy, but you can be lazy. Explain that. Well, laziness in this term is more talking about putting off what you should do. You could be doing something else, Mm. right? I should go and mow the lawn, but I won't. I'll actually um, do something else. You know, there's priorities in life. There's big things that we should do. And laziness is more talking about putting those things off to tomorrow. Mm. So you never get around to it. Yeah. And uh, tomorrow comes and you might put it off to the next day. Okay. So why, why are some people more prone to that than others? In personality, the one that Romans 12 calls the teacher is the one most prone to laziness because their priority is really to relate to people. They're the real relationship people. That's Mm -hmm. why they're called teachers. doesn't mean they have to teach or they're the best teachers, but they really relate to spending time with people. Mm. Therefore, if they have a priority of having to go to work or having to uh, wash the car or do something – and as somebody calls up and says, let's go for a, uh, a drink or a cup of tea, 
they're more likely to take the cup of tea option rather than do what they should do. So, so it's kind of like they, they're lazy about the mundane things in life that aren't, aren't the relationship-oriented things which they enjoy. Exactly. They're called the procrastinators. Mm. And that's a real good description of them. Because oh, procrastinators drive me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> You're the action person, so the leader. Yes, the All you procrastinators out there, watch out. <laughs> but the funny part about it, you come from Will, Bernie, the leader, but they also come from Will. Well, their wills first, but their will is to get along with people. Yep. So they will put off other things and not do what they should do. Now, there's... We, for instance, have at work, we have a, a girl who is a teacher personality and she can put things off. I told her about her personality the other day and I said, how do you overcome procrastinating? And she said, oh, I make a list every day of what I should do and I'll put them in priority. Simple thing we've all heard of and that's what teachers must do. They must have a list and they must do them one by one in the right order because... What they try to do is to do the less important things first because they're easier. So mm-hmm. it's more laziness. Let's not take on the hard issues. Let's take the soft issues first and we'll work our way up to the hard issues. But we never do. Never do. Keep putting them off. I thought you were going to say when you asked her how she handles procrastination, she answered, oh, I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully she doesn't. <laughs> That's a hard one because I think we all put off the things we don't enjoy doing so much don't you think i mean we all have things we don't much like doing yes if you have a job that really fits your personality type well 80 percent of it might but there's that 20 percent of stuff that you have to do i mean someone said to me once when i was in business that i'm administratively recalcitrant i, I don't enjoy the nuts and bolts of administration right i just don't too slow for you well, yeah, it just, it just doesn't flick my switch. Hmm. And so I will put those things off because I don't enjoy them so much. Is that what you're saying here with a procrastinator? That's right. Keith, I seem to have all of these sins. Is there something wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> no, you major in one, as we all do. We all major in one. Right. And so um, the other thing with the teacher, what they can do is... They, they want to be peaceful and easygoing because mm. they like relating to everybody. Mm-hmm. So if there's some conflictive issue here, mm. they will put that off and put it off and they don't want to face conflict because mm-hmm. it robs them of their peace and their relationships. So they won't say anything to anyone. Mm. The laziness thing is a bit cancerous, isn't it? Because you, in a sense, it doesn't appear like a sin. It, it, I'm just putting things off. But you think about it, you put off your tax return and eventually the government comes knocking on your door. Yes. And you put off um, paying the bills and eventually they turn the electricity off. You put, you put off the things that you don't want to do and that you don't enjoy. Eventually, it all slips away. There's an interesting passage in Proverbs chapter 24. Have a listen to this. I passed by the field of someone who's lazy, by the vineyard of a stupid person, and see, it was all overgrown with thorns. See, that doesn't happen overnight, does it? The thorns don't come overnight, they come in time. Mm. And the ground was covered with nettles, and its stone walls were broken. Then I saw it and considered it, I looked and received instruction. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come upon you like a robber, and want like an armed warrior. It it creeps up on you very slowly, Mm. this particular sin, doesn't it? But eventually it bites. It does. And it bites because one real reason is they don't want to make decisions. You make a decision that I'm going to pull the weeds out Mm -hmm. today and you go and do it. They put off decision making. 
I can't remember which um, Charlie Brown character it was, but one of them said, nothing is so important that it can't be put off until tomorrow. That's right, yes. Well, that's a, <laughs> that's a good definition yeah. of what, what laziness is. So the solution this, this woman gave you was that she actually does a list and tries to stick by her list. She does, and that's actually in 2 Peter 1, the virtue um, to overcome the laziness is to have that list and to persevere. It says actually patience, but it's perseverance, long-suffering. Mm-hmm. And these are that's why they're very good teachers. They will persevere yeah, yeah. in showing you what you should do. Great people to show you what to do because they don't get annoyed with you. They'll persevere. And that's in all in life. They have to take on the perseverance and the patience to actually do them till they're finished. Yeah, Keith, this stuff is really making me think. I'm looking forward to next week. We're going to continue on the program next week looking at some of the seven deadly sins. But it seems like we're going under the covers here. And and I hope that if you've been with us this week, that, that you've really been thinking, ah, that one's me. Wow, I never realised that about myself or about my wife or about my husband or about my friend. And you're seeing how... We're differently wired, and each one of us has a different one of these seven deadly sins that we have to struggle with, and yet each one, God gives us a way out. Keith, thanks for joining us. You'll catch up with us again next week. Love to. Hey, social media is a great way to stay connected to your friends and the world around you, and we'd like to invite you to be part of the Christianity Works community. The Christianity Works community is full of daily thoughts and devotions and inspirations, so no matter what kind of day you're having, you can be encouraged. If you're on Facebook, search for the Christianity Works page and like us. When you do, you'll see some encouragement from your friends and community at Christianity Works, including free booklet downloads from time to time. But more than that, It's a library of thoughts and verses that you can share with your friends and family. So we'll be sharing God's Word together. It's a great way to share the good news of Jesus amongst all the chaos. Amen. So like Christianity Works on Facebook, be encouraged and blessed, and share some of that with your friends as well. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. And I'll catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.